Good morning. This is WCNC's Wake Up Charlotte to Go. I'm Sarah French, and here are your top stories. Breaking this morning, a woman is dead and a man is dead as well after shooting outside a popular brewery in Southend. It all happened late last night right outside the wooden robot. So wake up Charlotte's Richard Devane live this morning just off of South Tryon and Richard. Uh, this is likely the first deadly shooting in Southend in years. Yeah, this is the terrible incident. Two people dead, police investigating, and what appeared as a regular night right here. I'm standing right at a club called, uh, a bar, I should say, called Vinyl. That couple was actually inside this location just before this incident happened. Now, as we go to video, you can see the aftermath. Police on the scene, when they had heard a report of shots fired, it appears that, that in this video you're seeing, there is a white car. The couple was going or getting inside that white car. That's when the red car you see in the middle of the street actually pulled in front of them and blocked them and then got out and started shooting at them. We spoke with the manager who was on duty at the time. His name is Trent. He didn't see it. He didn't even hear it. He was called by some of his employees after all the commotion happened. Here's what he had to say. A guest who was on the patio had seen it or may not, may not have seen all of it, but had come in um, in shock and in a panic state, saying that somebody had gotten shot. Um, and so one of my bar staff had grabbed me from the admin's office. Um, and that was when I dialed 911. Um, I saw a gentleman on the ground. Yeah, and he told us about the condition of that man. He was obviously uh, dead at there. He was taken to the hospital, but he was pronounced dead at the scene. Also, the woman that that man was with also pronounced dead at the scene. Now, as far as that suspect, we're told that uh, police have not given us an update on if they've captured that person. Uh, Trent did tell us he thought that police said they made an arrest, but that's something that we're going to be looking into. We can tell you that whoever the person was just abandoned that car and ran. Don't know if police caught him, but of course, we're working to find that out, as well as the identities of the two victims. Terrible Valentine's Day morning right here in the South End. Guys, We'll send it back to you. Well, here's hoping that at least with the car still there, it will give police plenty of leads when it comes to tracking down that suspect if it hasn't already. All right, Richard, thank you. More breaking news this morning out of the Midwest. A suspect is dead after a shooting at Michigan State University. At this hour, three people are dead. Another five remain in critical condition. The scene all playing out at several locations across Lansing, Michigan. Let's now bring in Kia Murray and Kia police say the suspect killed himself after an hours long manhunt. That's right, Sarah. Police say the suspected shooter was found dead off campus in the Lansing area. That's where he shot himself. So there's no longer a threat on campus, but this all started last night when hundreds of first responders flooded the campus to respond to an active shooter. They were first called to Berkeley Hall on the East Lansing campus about a quarter after eight that night. When officers arrived, they found several victims, two of which were dead. Then the suspect moved to the campus union building where he allegedly killed one more person. Here's MSU interim deputy police chief Chris Rosman on the shooting. This truly has been a nightmare that we are living tonight, but we have remained laser focused on the safety of our campus, our students and the surrounding community. Now, as for the man allegedly responsible, authorities say the suspect is this 43-year-old man. They say he had no affiliation with the university and have no idea why he came to campus. I've been turning to more of today's top stories in your morning rush. This morning, the jury will hear more testimony about the autopsies of Maggie and Paul Murdoch. Jurors hearing Monday, Paul had two gunshot wounds, 
One in his shoulder, which an expert said he could have survived, and a second one to his head that killed him instantly. Experts say Maggie was likely hit with four or five bullets, and the two shots to the head were within a three-foot range. Cross-examination picks up today. The Lincoln County School Board set to discuss their school calendar tonight. Just yesterday, neighboring Cleveland County becoming the latest school in the area to defy state law, pushing for a start date of August 16th. Right now, North Carolina state law says schools can't start earlier than August 26th. A new bill in the state house put forward yesterday would let districts choose their start date anytime after August 10th. Good morning, I'm Tradesha Woodard. Governor Cooper is investing millions of dollars to provide additional mental health services to students and colleges. Now, after another person died by suicide at NC State, they say the need is urgent right now. They're optimistic this investment will really help students flourish. Charlotte Mecklenburg schools looking to fix their high rate out of, of out of school suspension that disproportionately affects black students. Right now, about a third of students are black, but two thirds of students who receive out of school suspensions are black. The school district hopes to reduce that number by about 50% by next June. They're hoping increased intervention services and offsite suspension location will help solve that problem. Overnight T-Mobile users back online after a widespread outage. The worst happened between 9.30 p.m. and just after midnight. The phone company tweeting earlier this morning saying that everything should be back to normal now. And that's it for your morning rush. Time now to connect the dots when we make the news make sense. Today, of course, Valentine's Day, a day to celebrate romance and love. But if you think giving a gift today is some sort of newfangled trend, think again. Why do we give cards on Valentine's Day? Let's connect the dots. Hallmark estimates about 145 million Valentine's Day cards are exchanged each year. But they aren't the ones who started the gift-giving fad. The American Folk Art Museum says fertility-related customs and rituals have been celebrated in mid-February since pagan times. In the 1600s, the practice was to give pairs of gloves. By the 1700s, we started to see the beginnings of modern Valentine's cards. A century later, it got even more popular, with popular ladies' magazines publishing instructions on how to craft them. And then Hallmark helped the holiday boom when they started selling Valentine's Day cards in 1913. The holiday continues to evolve to this day, with cards being often less about romantic love and more about just letting someone know they matter. That is Connecting the Dots. Thanks for listening. You can find all these stories and more right now on WCNC.com. Join the Wake Up Charlotte team weekday mornings on WCNC Charlotte from 4.30 to 7 a.m. Like and subscribe to our podcast and tell a friend.